In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom today, and I'm glad to be with you. Do you know, and I would know, not in your head, but do you know that your Savior loves you? Do you know experiential knowledge that he's got a plan for your life? Do you know that? Do you know that? Not know in your head. Do you know the Lord? Oh, yes, we have experiential knowledge of the Lord through the power of the Holy Spirit. I know my Redeemer lives. I know that he saved me. I know that he has a plan for my life. But for you, too, for you, too, do you know? And I don't think no is in the head. It's experiential knowledge. And most people just have it in the head, but they don't have the experience of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm reading from Luke 9. Then Jesus called the twelve together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases and set them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal. Do you know that the Lord has given you authority to pray for the sick and to see them healed? Do you know that God has a plan for you and that God wants to heal people through you? This authority has been given to the church. And you know what? Let's spell church. C-H-U-R-C-H. You are the church. You are the church. And God has given that authority to you and to me to pray for the sick and see them get well. We prayed for a man named Tom who had a heart problem. And we just prayed a simple prayer. And the doctors called him up and said, what are you doing, Tom? Because your cardiogram is perfect. Well, we prayed. We prayed. He also had a tumor on his elbow. And we saw it shrink every time we prayed. God has given that authority to us. And we need to take the authority. Jesus says, Take nothing for your journey, no staff, no bag, no bread, no money, not even an extra tunic. Why is Jesus saying that? They have to rely upon him. Whatever house you enter, stay there and leave from there. In the early church, there were people going from house to house looking for money. Jesus said, find a house stay there, and leave from there. Oh, yes. Whatever house you enter, stay there and leave from there. Wherever they do not welcome you as you are leaving that town, shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. 
they departed and went through the villages, bringing the good news and curing diseases everywhere. I'm going to tell you, we talk about Eric's brother, Father Eric's brother, who took a stroke. And you know what? He's been healed. He's been healed. People have been praying. He's been healed. This is God at work. This is God at work. Now Herod the ruler heard about all that had taken place, and he was perplexed because it was said by some that John had been raised from the dead, the Baptist, by some that Elijah had appeared, and by others that one of the ancient prophets had arisen. Herod said, John, I beheaded, but who is this about whom I hear such things? And he tried to see Jesus. He just wanted to get his ears tickled. He didn't want to give Jesus his life. He wanted to see Jesus do miracles. I tell you, miracles happen through faith. Faith in the Lord. We pray with faith and we see people healed. We were at a restaurant last night and the man who owned the restaurant came up to me and said, I've heard you preach before. When my wife was alive, we took her to Holy Rosary and you prayed for her over and over. She had cancer and six years ago she died. But he was comforted that we prayed. The wife was comforted that we prayed. You see, even though everyone's not healed, we are to pray for healing and we leave it in the Lord's hands. We do not do the healing. It is God who does the healing. The only thing we can do is lay hands upon the sick and watch them get better. Oh yes, that's what we need to do. So Herod wants to see Jesus, to see him do a trick or two, but he'll never see Jesus because Jesus says, have faith in God and faith in me, then you will see me. I tell you, we're lacking faith these days. We're lacking faith these days. Luke 9, verse 10, on their return, the apostles told Jesus all they had done. What did they do? They healed the sick. They raised the dead. They cast out demons. So they're telling Jesus all they had done. He took them with him and drew privately to a city called Bethesda. So he takes them privately to rest, to rest. I tell you, when we pray for healing, it is God who heals, but he heals through the person. And that means the person gets tired after the healing. And that means that he needs to rest with the Lord. That's just what it's all about. He took them and withdrew privately to a city called Bethesda. When the crowds found out about it, they followed him and welcomed them and spoke to them about 
He spoke to them about the kingdom of God, and he healed those who needed to be cured. So the crowds follow wherever Jesus is. They want to touch from the Lord. Things haven't changed. Things haven't changed. I remember when I was in Arizona, we told the parish that we were going to have a healing service on the next night. Only the Spanish people came. No gringos. They were too busy. But you know, all those Spanish people that came were healed. Every one of them was healed. There are only about 20, but they were healed by the power of God. And the gringos stayed home watching television. How sad. You can only present people with opportunities to be touched. You cannot force them. It's about freedom. The day was drawing to a close, and the twelve came to him and said, Send the crowd away so that they may go into the surrounding villages and countryside to lodge and get provisions, for we are in a deserted place. Jesus took them into a deserted place to rest with them. But the crowds kept on coming, and Jesus kept on teaching. Jesus kept on healing. Send the crowd away so that they may go into a surrounding villages and countryside to lodge and get provisions, for we are here in a deserted place. But Jesus said to them, you give them something to eat. They said, we have no more than five loaves and two fish unless we are to go buy food for all these people. For there had been about 5,000 men, not counting the women, not counting the children. And he said to the disciples, you give them something to eat. I won't tell you about Jesus. He multiplies. He doesn't divide. He multiplies. He doesn't divide. We have no more than five loaves and two fish unless we are to go and buy food for all these people. For there were about 5,000 men. And he said to the disciples, make them sit down in groups of about 50. They did so and made them all sit down. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke them and gave them to the disciples to set before the crowd. And all ate, and all were filled. What was left over was gathered up twelve baskets of broken pieces. Do you see? God multiplies. He doesn't divide. I remember going on a radio when it was at the studio in Saugus. I started by saying, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. God multiplies. He doesn't divide. Division comes from another spirit. You know, you might not agree with every preacher, but don't throw them down. 
they're God's men and God's women. You might not believe a lot of what they say, but don't throw them down. They're God's men and God's women. And we need to uphold the man of God and the woman of God. Imagine 12 baskets of broken pieces left over. Oh yes, the people that have no faith said they shared their lunch. But they were with Jesus for days as he taught and healed. The disciples said, we'll go to the store and buy some food. But what is that with so many people, 5,000 men? I tell you, we need to have faith. God multiplies, he doesn't divide. I'm telling you about Texas and the Mexico border. The people lived in cardboard houses and the prayer group felt that the Lord wanted them to feed the poor. So they brought a couple of chickens to feed the poor. But there were so many people that came out that a couple of chickens wasn't going to be enough. So what happens? God multiplies. He doesn't divide. And they saw the multiplication of those chicken pieces. Why? Because God multiplies. He doesn't divide. Once when Jesus was praying alone with only his disciples near him, he asked them, Who do the crowd say that I am? They answered, John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. Still others, one of the ancient prophets that has arisen. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered, the Messiah of God. I tell you, it was not revealed to him by himself, but the Heavenly Father revealed that to him, that Jesus is the Messiah of God. Jesus is the Christ of God. Jesus is the anointed of God. How we need to tell people about Jesus, how we need to pray with people that are lost. I remember my Aunt May, when she came to me, she couldn't put two eggs together. She was so depressed. And so I took her into my room and she asked Jesus to come into her heart. Just a week later, she heard of a prayer meeting in Everett and she went with these people and these people helped her and brought her to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh yes, Aunt May was so sick that she couldn't put two eggs together. But the Lord healed Aunt May. She became a prayer warrior. Amen. You see, that's what God's people should be doing with the people that are sick. We want to pray with them we want to heal them, we want to deliver them, and we want them to get a ministry. My aunt's ministry was prayer for the whole group in Peabody. Oh yes, she would spend 
time and time again praying for the people who asked for her prayers. I tell you, there were, sen there were priests and deacons who would come to Aunt May say, would you pray for me? Why? Because she had the gift of prayer. Verse 21. Jesus sternly ordered and commanded them not to tell anyone, saying, not to tell anyone what? That he was the Messiah. This is called the secret. Don't tell anyone. Because the great miracle takes place on the cross. The blood of Jesus is shed so that we might be given, that we might be healed, that we might be blessed. He sternly ordered and commanded them not to tell anyone, saying, The Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised up. He's telling what's going to happen. That he's going to die on a cross. And he's going to die for us. Behold the Lamb of God, John said. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Not only your sins, not only my sins, but the sins of the world. Jesus is the Paschal Sacrifice. He is the living sacrifice that gave his life for us, for you and for me, so that we would have a ministry and we would do the things that he promised we would do. Heal the sick, cast out demons, raise the dead. Well, I've never raised the dead before, but I have raised the dead who are dead in their sin, and they turn to Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit who does it, not me. I only am the instrument. I told you this Friday will be 44 years on radio. 44 years. I never thought we were going to have a year. But the Lord has blessed us. The Lord has blessed us. And his blessing overflows to touch people. Yesterday... The Lord said to me, people write to you. You don't believe what they say, that they're really blessed, that they're really blessed. You don't believe that. And I said to the Lord, Lord, I'm sorry if I don't believe that. I want to believe that. I want to believe that. When we get letters, they tell us, thank you for what you give out in preaching. We hear you and are blessed. We hear you and are healed. Yes, just yesterday, somebody came to me and they said, I'm in darkness. And I said, Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Let not your heart be troubled. O oh God, I say, place this person on your hands. You died for this person. 
and the person was very much encouraged by the prayer of faith that I made with her over the phone. Then Jesus said to them all, If anyone wants to become my follower, let them deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. How often do we deny ourselves? How often do we really deny ourselves? I'll tell you the truth. Not very often do I deny myself. So the Lord wants to change me, that I would deny myself. Just last week, I talked about fasting. And I said, even if you fast a meal. So that night, I had the grace not to eat dinner. And I offered the fast to the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to tell you, I'm a wimp. I don't fast for 10 days. We once fasted for 40 days and uh, 40 nights. And we did it during the Easter time. And people told us, you shouldn't fast during the Easter time. I said, we didn't do it during Lent, so we're doing it now. And I remember fasting to the point that I would see black with my eyes. I remember going uh, in New York to buy orange juice so that I would not see black with my eyes. I'm telling you, we need to fast. We need to fast. We need to fast. I need to fast. Let's continue. If anyone wants to become my follower, let them deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will save it. What does it profit a person if they gain the whole world but forfeit their soul? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father. That's why you've got to pray for preachers. They've been given a raw deal in the seminary. We've been told that Jesus didn't do these miracles, that he didn't cast out demons. That's what we were told. And I'm going to tell you, being told that our preaching is absolutely limp, it doesn't do anything, it doesn't help anybody, because we were told lies. Yes, we were told lies. I would fight with the teacher and say, no, this is not true. God has given us power, authority to do things on the earth. People said Tom was trying to convert the teachers. I wasn't trying to convert anybody. I was kind of standing up for the word of God that I didn't believe that they said Jesus didn't do these miracles. He didn't multiply bread and fish. 
He didn't do that. And when people heard that, their preaching became limp, not to touch anyone because they don't have faith in the power of God. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us in the womb of the Virgin Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Jesus has given you authority. Use it. Use it. Because it's a gift from God to you. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.